Hello and welcome to Catastrophic, the improvisational storytelling podcast where we make up a movie. This week we're finishing our session with the Break a Leg Fiasco Playset by Megan Peterson and John Kelly. Are two pantomime horses better than one? Uh, as we move on. So well, the tilt the tilt is the second half of the play, or the film. We're making a film. This would be a terrible play. It's a much better film. It's a great play. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch it. <laughs> It's a little art housey. Um, and the tilt is where things get worse. And so the way we determine the tilt is everybody takes the die you have in front, front of you, or dice, and you will add up the colors that are the same. So, for example, you have six white and two black, and then subtract the higher from the smaller. So that would leave you with four white. Okay. I have one black. I'm not one black. Today. Five black. Five black. Congratulations, Rachel and Chris. You have the highest results of black and white, respectively, which is cool. Uh, and then we have this tilt table. Also, Catherine, I've been doing this wrong the entire time. What is here? That's the aftermath table. Oh. Tilt table's on the oh, side. Oh, okay, there we go. Have you? What yeah. What doing wrong? So they're supposed to roll all the dice that are left. Oh. And have much more choice. Oh, boy. So roll these dice, and just like at the beginning of the game, uh, you're going to choose a broad category and a specific category. These are not twice. twice. These are not tied to any one specific pair or person. They just go in the middle they of the table. Exist. Where it says what a, what a fiasco right here. That's usually where we Perfect. Yeah. Cool. So you got some numbers and you can sort them. That yeah. way. Yeah. You won't need all of them, obviously, because you've got some choices to make. So you're going to have mayhem, tragedy, innocence, guilt... Paranoia so and failure. much mayhem with our limited options. I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't have those. Part of it, so here's my theory. Yeah. Um, while they're thinking. So typically it's the high numbers that win. So if you have, if you roll a one yeah. and a six, you're gonna have a higher number. Yeah. And so you're gonna tend to hand, tend towards higher numbers and lower numbers in yeah. your tilt. And pools. mayhem's usually one. Mayhem is one. Okay. So that explains how we've had so much mayhem. I love mayhem. It's the best. Mm. Y'all don't have to get anything with mayhem. We have a lot of mayhem in our lives. <laughs> this is true. Um, oh, you're doing, doing great. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling good. I'm a true thespian. You are. Indeed. That is, that is true. Okay. That is true. Um, let's do some innocence. That seems like a thing to do. Cool. And then would I define that subcategory? Uh, so usually you trade off. Yeah. Okay. So Chris can choose to define that, or he can choose another broad category. Mm. Mm. Oh, I like mayhem. Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> Always okay. a little bit of mayhem. So now, Rachel, you can define innocence or mayhem. So if you would have defined innocence like you did before, rock on, friend. Okay. <clears throat> uh, oh. I'm going to define mayhem because I want somebody to have some magnificent self-destruction. <laughs> Already on the way. Yeah, I feel really good about that happening. Okay. What do you think, Chris? 
Okay, so you can define innocence with a one, a two, or a four. We're going for collateral damage. Collateral damage. Oh, God. So, the tilt, we are going to have innocence, collateral damage, and mayhem, magnificence, self-destruction. And these are just Mm -hmm. on the table. These are not tied to any one particular person or particular pairing. Mm -hmm. These are things that are just going to happen over the course of the next thing. Yep. Okay. The next bit. So keep in mind, everybody has two scenes left that are focusing on you. We're going to do two more rounds. That'll be the last of the dice. Mm-hmm. Then we will end with the montage. <clears throat> the montage is sort of the finale. Um, where where are they now? How did they end up? And we'll see where that goes later. Cool. I'm really trying to sneeze right now. It's just not working for me. Mm. Sneezing's the worst. <coughs> I have that gene where I can look at bright lights and it makes me sneeze. That's nice. Yeah, it's pretty, that pretty cool. Alright, uh, so Becca, it is your turn. Would you like to set up a resolve as we careen towards terrible things happening? Uh, I will resolve this one. Alright. Um... I think it needs to be a big night. I'm pretty sure we're going to get everything else wrapped up in one terrible night like we bailed you out. Yeah. We're trying to get this shit pulled back together. I threatened to call mom and dad. So it's, it's the <laughs> finale of the, the Topeka Follies or whatever it was yeah, called? whatever. The yeah. Topeka Night of the Stars for Cancer Research? Yes, that's the one. Yes. Yes. It was a one weekend engagement. We've had Thursday, Friday, <laughs> or Friday, Saturday. It's now time for the Sunday matinee. Oh, God. The finale. Yeah. I hear the mayor's coming. Oh, yeah. Of Topeka. The mayor of Topeka. I've probably, like, reserved some seats for him. Yeah. In the best viewing position in the house. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The big deal. He's a horse aficionado. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. No. He's keeping the local Topeka race track afloat. I, uh, horse aficionado. I'm shooting for realism here. Okay. <laughs> So we're setting this up for you. Mm-hmm. All your. Uh... So you're giving. I think. I think. We're, go ahead. No, go ahead. You got this. You're a champ. <laughs> You've got all of the various acts mm-hmm. backstage. Mm-hmm. We're yet again at thirty minutes to curtain. Mm-hmm. Thanks, thirty. And you've decided that the best possible option is to give a rousing speech. This may not have been the best last two days. But we can pull it out in the end. It's also noon. Like, <laughs> and uh, I definitely went out for brunch, and I'm possibly slightly inebriated. <laughs> yeah. Albert, uh, who you did bail out of jail this morning, is still wearing the bottom half of his horse <laughs> and nothing else. Albert, you gotta. Underwear. I got the horse on. You need to wear underwear. I got the horse on. I'm gonna call mom. I got the horse on. She won't get dad. here in time. She's out in Mana. It's like four hours to drive here from Mana. Okay, yeah. friends. Mm. Hey, Romans. Mm-hmm. Countrymen. I know this one. <laughs> no, this we're one. not doing Caesar. <laughs> oh. Thank you. I, I wanted to be in Caesar. I appreciate You know, they do have a lot of horses. I mean, you, you should know way. what it's like. You stabbed me in the back. I'm oh, going to move Albert. on. It is before noon. I promised my therapist I wouldn't punch any actors before 1 p.m. <laughs> it's a weird, weirdly specific promise. It so only I, applies on 
matinee days. Why did you make that promise? I've I've never seen anyone before one in a theater. I have very specific reasons. It's okay. All right. So, guys, the mayor is coming today. It's the closing performance of our Follies for Cancer Research. And y'all have been doing really great work on the stage. The audience has been eating at work. Huh? I was great last night. You were so good last night, Albert. I don't remember much of it, but I feel like I was great. You really made the grade. I'm sure they'll mention you in our review, which is also happening today because this is a small town with a small paper so um it's just another performance i want you all to treat it the same as you treated friday and saturday um do note that we are going to strike everything uh shortly after (laughs) the close of the performance so if you have personal items in your dressing room or if there are specific props that were not lent by the theater y'all need to take those out before uh 4 p.m so that way we can fully clean the theater for the high school production of guys and dolls that's coming in here next Mm -hmm. uh any questions about strike procedure are they bringing a boat why would they For bring... the song, the boat, the boat song, and guys and dolls. That happens in a um, sit down AA meeting. Yeah. Essentially, sit down, sit down. You're rocking the boat. It's a metaphorical boat. Yeah, it's not a real boat. Not a real boat. Not a real boat. Save on save on boat budget that way. That's true. It's high school. That's the sound of Albert opening a beer. Albert, what are you doing? You said do it like it was last night. There's no beverages backstage, Albert. You said do it like last night. Albert. Albert. I will call your mother for Florence. Fana is Mana Mana is four hours away. She can't get her in time. Alright. Okay, everybody, that's twenty-five to curtain. Thank you, twenty-five. And Becca uh, walks up to towards the uh, front of house so she can let the um, front of house manager know to open the house and she grabs the beer right out of your hand, oh. Albert, and takes it to the booth with her, where she is going to nurse it through most of the first act. <laughs> so you're calling it a positive resolution for yourself? Uh, you took the beer from Albert, I Albert took the, is also here. Albert is here. I have a feeling Percival is, like, haunting the stage somewhere. Uh, I'm going to say it's positive because it hasn't fallen apart yet. It's great. Uh, In the second act, you keep your dice. Oh, sweet. Okay. Great. Uh, I too will resolve. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you are back in the dressing room with Florence, and mm-hmm. Percival is there practicing his clopping noises. <laughs> he thinks he needs to help again. <laughs> so Chris is practicing his clopping in the dressing room. Yeah. Uh, and he's just going clop, 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 clop. And I think he's like. Warming up his face in the mirror, like doing all those acting <laughs> facial stretches that he's seen actors do when I've dragged him to rehearsals yeah. before. Saw a YouTube video about it once. Yeah, yeah. I definitely sat him down for a minute after he tripped and fell and was very upset. I was like showing him vaudeville videos on my phone on YouTube. I'm like, see, it's it's funny. Like, it's funny. You did a good job. Yeah. Albert starts uh, looking around for his emergency whiskey. Uh, I drank it know, already. Pulling up cushions. I drank it already. You drank my emergency whiskey? I drank it already. It was for emergencies. I know. Last night was an emergency. I couldn't... Yeah. It was an emergency. 
Did we do well last night? We did. I don't we remember a, it well. We did a really great job. Everybody really loved it. Good. Good. I feel like I have more bruises than usual. <laughs> you do. That is a that is a true fact, sir. Yeah. Yep. Must have been uh, must have been a good show. What did we dance to? Uh the same song we always dance to. You mean Goodbye Horses? Yes. Love that song. I know you do. It's a great song. It fits the horse theme because we're it horses. It does. We're we're a horse. We're not horses. We're a horse. Yeah. We're a pantomime horse. The greatest of all of all the theatrical forms. Yes. Percival walks in on Percival. this. Okay, well I think I got my clopping. Who are you? Albert? What? Are you looking for Becca? What? What's going on? I mean, so you were... Wait, are you... I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to... I can't even find my emergency whiskey. Uh, there's more emergency whiskey in the truck. Go get the emergency whiskey. I'm going to go to the truck and get the emergency there. whiskey. Is there another horse ass? <laughs> that's, that's, that's Wait, what? I pause as I head towards the door. <laughs> Because I was just starting to get good at this, uh, and I can't wait till I do this every night for the rest of my life. Oh, that's how it works, right? Wow. Okay. Um. Because Albert need... leans in, gives Florence the evil eye. I need I need order in my life. I I'm I realized that. Uh, why don't you go check on Becca in the booth, and then check back with me later? Never. Go check with Becky in the booth. Why do you have a horse's ass on you? Well, I used to do night jogging, but now I'm a horse's ass. Since when? Since that great vaudevillian debut of mine last night. Show them the video. Um, Show them the video. uh, Last night? The star of the show. Albert. So as far as like, is this why I don't remember the show last night? It is. You got up and danced somewhere, but it sure as hell wasn't with me, and it wasn't on this stage. Do you remember women not wearing anything? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, those women weren't me. Thank God. Like, you definitely, definitely, really upset some. I missed that part of the show. Them off the stage. This was in a different location, Percival. (laughs) Um, I'm clopping out. That's that's good. Look, young man. Oh, God, it's moved to the hallway now. They're They're both wearing... I'm 48 years old. (laughs) Being the back half of a pantomime horse is not something you just do. It's not just putting one foot in front of the other. Any schmuck can do that. No. Theater is a craft. We may not all choose our crafts in life. Some of us like the shells. Some of us like the elbow macaroni. Some of us wanted to do Shakespeare. I know, I've but some of us... Don't interrupt me when I'm talking to you, boy. Albert! But some of us I am were, destined, <laughs> were destined to play the pantomime horse. The pantomime horse chooses you, good sir, not the other way around. The pantomime horse also kind of chose him because we couldn't find you. 
As far as Becca told me, you were hanging out outside the women's bathroom, and when she spoke to you, you ran off. I made curtain. Uh, you did not. I made a curtain. You made a curtain. That is true, but not the curtain with me. Not here in this theater. Becca yells, 15 tall curtain! Thank you, 15. 15. You're welcome. I knew that all my amateur. I've been I've been night jogging for thirty years every night. That's a, that's I had my glow of, tape. That's a lot of Kmart had to discontinue. Well, I already told you about that. You but. did, you did. We've had a discussion. Yeah. You, he likes the same kind of glow tape that Dad likes. Your dad sounds like a great man. He yeah. He he loves vaudeville and names from the eighteen nineties. And glow tape. And, but and I knew, glow tape, possibly more than us. Look, young man. <laughs> Albert, I want to like... take you under my wing. Oh. It's clear that you think that this is just some sort of hobby, like night jogging. But it's not. How dare you talk about night jogging that way? This is a calling. And if you feel you've been called, then you need a mentor. Someone to show you the ropes, show you the steps, and show you that you don't say the word clop when you're doing it because it's pantomime, you don't talk. <laughs> I will be that man for you. This will be my new calling, a pantomime horse trainer. <laughs> Sorry, store things just happened. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> and I'll tell you something, Allison. <laughs> Pika is a small town. This is a one horse ass town. <laughs> I just, I just said you could be the horse ass. I'm going to train you. I don't know what you're, uh, what you're getting at here. I still don't like the look of you. You don't have a choice. I'm going to be the. Uh, I don't like the way you talk to me. I'm going to be the, uh, the Jeff Gordon Senior to your Jeff Gordon Junior. <laughs> I don't know what I've about never heard of those actors. <laughs> <laughs> ten till curtain. Thank you, ten. Yeah, I'm calling this goes well for me. I've de- I've declared that you will be my protege, and then I walk off. This is great. I'm just gonna passive aggressively clop away. I'm gonna drink some more emergency whiskey. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, you set up a resolve, Florence. Uh, I'm gonna resolve. Y'all are just gonna. Is there any emergency apple juice? Uh, <laughs> buddy, I can probably find you some apple juice. That sounds that sounds fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Albert has stormed away from the dressing room to find his horse. Pantomime horse training pants. Because they're different than the ones he's they're wearing now. They're different than the ones he's wearing now. He definitely has coordinated outfits for specific purposes. So he's yeah. going to go run to the local Kmart and buy some new clothes. Uh, I think y'all are in the dressing room uh, getting into 
Percival, where's the nearest Kmart? They all closed down as far I, as I know. I thought so too. Where is my brother going? Why do you think? I don't I don't know. I'm sorry that he said that you're his protege now. You don't you don't have to do that. That's it's okay, I don't know necessary. what that word means. Oh good. That's great. Um so you wanna you wanna be the other half of my horse tonight? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well. Ooh, all right. <laughs> um. So. Uh, That's a yes. Yeah, I, I understood. <laughs> I I understood. The clap means yes. Um. If uh, I could get both of y'all to be horses, I could be some kind of trainer and make y'all clap and answer math questions. Nay. That means no. Okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I speak pantomime horse now. Um, but I assume we hit the stage. You've gone to Kmart to get horse training clothing. Horse pantomime horse training clothing yeah, that's because you don't you can get have this any. Yeah, but we don't know where the nearest Kmart is, is, so we're not totally sure where you went. Not either. Yeah. You went to the strip club. <laughs> you find some equestrian clothing there. Uh, so y'all flash forward to now that you've made this agreement. Um, I feel like there's an 80s training montage real quick of like the more advanced footwork that Kevin does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's some great. Working we're out. We're ten minutes till curtains. So the montage happens in real time. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're like the first act closer, yeah. so there's plenty of time. Um, and then I think uh, y'all go on stage and perform again. Yeah. And uh, it goes well. You uh, keep up with the dance moves I use, and uh, everybody claps at the end, and we both tumble down theatrically and become two people wearing horse costumes and run off the stage because it's vaudeville. Sweet. And everyone's happy, except for the mayor, who thought it was a real horse. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor's not very clever here in Topeka. Um, No. All right. I still think that went well for me. It went well as far as I know. Yeah. All right. What do we have for Percival? Set okay, up a resolve. So, so the show has ended. Are you going to set up or are you going to resolve? Oh, um. I'll resolve, actually. Okay. We still need mayhem and also uh, collaborative damage due to innocence. I've got a, I've got a plan for this if nobody else does. Oh, I had okay. a plan so. for that too. Cool. Well, you can use your plan. I've got something to do with magnificent self destruction. <laughs> Although becoming a pantomime horse trainer might be uh, might be self destructive enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how uh, Percival and Florence's romance is essentially like, are you sure you want to be here right now? Like, you don't have to be here right now. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, it's intermission, and you're going to find yourself in the front of the house still wearing your horse bottom costume, uh, in line to buy yourself an apple juice. (laughs) And, uh... How many favors does an apple juice cost? (laughs) I don't think I'm there. (laughs) Uh, 
very disappointed. Apple juice is money. Do you do you have a wallet with you? What are you doing? Yeah. That's not the currency I use. I'm back in real clothes. I have okay. Bitcoin and favors. <laughs> You're up with him. Oh, you Oh, that's why she only communicates to you in favors. You don't use money. <laughs> I don't like talking about it. Okay, I guess I guess we won't talk about it. Okay. I uh, duck behind the bar and I grab myself a bottle of beer. And I say, good show, Percival. And then I run back up to the booth. Hi, Becca. <sighs> I don't know if I was cut out for this horse business. Maybe, That's... uh... You hear a noise in the back of your head and it sounds like Albert. You were born Maybe Allison is right. <laughs> I still, still don't know you're called Albert. That's okay. I just read the program. <laughs> program. It's corrected now. Yeah, as funny as his name is, he does have a point. He's been doing this for 15 years. That's that's almost half as long as I've been night jogging. I need to go back to my roots. I take off the horse bottoms. I strap on my cross trainers, tape myself up, and I run off into the night. For now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going for a jog. Gonna miss the curtain call. And yeah, the jog begins. Uh, Florence wonders how her life has reached this point. (laughs) She takes a minute to reflect. Definitely drinks a little more emergency whiskey. Mm. So are we, are we calling this a positive resolution for you? <laughs> are you happy or are you sad? I'm. I think I had an epiphany, but as I'm out jogging, I also realize this isn't the luminescent tape I thought it was, oh, no. <laughs> and I think I might be in danger. <laughs> <laughs> Strangest response we've ever gotten. This isn't the tape I thought it was. I think someone swapped my tape. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Someone who wants to keep you from night jogging. Someone who's willing to put your life at risk to do it. Final round. Okay. Set up a resolve. I'm gonna set up. All right. Uh, so it's like halfway through Act Two. Becca is like five beers in. Mm Because, god damn it, this theater sucks. <laughs> this review is mindless. Why did I ever leave Chicago? And all of the storefront theaters there. And uh, I am on the headset with whatever poor stagehand is in charge of doing the curtain between one, one stagehand. the one stagehand. And that stagehand in my ear is just blabbering on about, like, how much he loved the horses and how happy the mayor looked, despite what Percival thinks. Like, he thought it was funny because the pantomime horse looks so real and then there were people inside of it. We haven't seen anything like that in years. This is going to be great. You're going to be so good. You're going to be at this theater forever. And then in my head, it's like, ever, 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 ever. And, uh, I, um, reach to get, I, uh, am thinking about how great Percival has actually been in, like, uh, helping with my, Mm -hmm. like, essential headliners. 
<laughs> filling in the back of that horse. Yeah. And he's done such a good job that I'm going to turn and look in my stage management kit <laughs> for more glow tape because he's earned it. God damn it. And, uh, yeah, you can give that one to me. Um, when I... It's not going well for you. I turn... So, I know there's not a cue for another, like, three minutes. I turn... I come up with a glow tape in my hand. And when I turn back to my board, I knock over my beer. <laughs> and my beer is pretty full. Uh, goes just all over the sound and the light boards that I'm running simultaneously. That are from... Probably the 70s. Uh, faulty wiring everywhere. Faulty wiring everywhere. Fire. And they just start sparking. Uh, and uh, Becca, I say, oh, f- fuck no. Through my headset and the stage hand is like, go? And they just start. <laughs> they pull the curtain closed. They go to do all their cues and, like, to drop something from a fly rail. I'm just like, no! I meant no, not go! And, like, the house lights are flickering now. And so I have to... So everybody's going back to their seat because the house lights are flickering. Yeah, because... No, it's, oh, like, in the, the middle sign? of a show. It's, oh, okay. like, they're We're like, oh, the what, what's going... Is this art? Like, <laughs> this is experimental. What's going on? Uh, and I try to wrench open the uh, window to yell, like, uh, out of the theater, and it's stuck. So I have to... I yell through my headset, evacuate, and I come down the stairs, and I burst into the um, house... Like, everyone, get out of the theater! There's a fire! And they all turn around and they start clapping like, yay! (laughs) And I'm just standing there in disbelief and fear. And I think it's a good place to end that scene, yeah. Yeah. Um, Alright, I'm going to resolve. That was bad. What can you throw at me? It's real bad. You should have reached uh, the Kmart a half mile ago. <laughs> no, you came back and did a training montage with a... Oh, I did the training montage. Cool. Did you? Sure. Okay. I thought you were training him. No. Okay. I... I guess I was training him. No. All right. I think you, you realized your quest for Kmart was going to be in vain. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so where am I now? What's uh, going on? I think you switched out uh, his glow tape <laughs> because you believe he is truly destined to be the bottom half of a horse. And he can't do any more night jogging. Uh, so when you realize, when I come back to the to the room and I uh, flop down on our dressing room mm-hmm. couch or whatever we have, and you ask where... Uh, Where's Percival? Percival... We need to train more. He went to go night jogging. He, night jogging? He, I mean... It's, it's all wrong for him. No, I'm going to find him. Okay. I'm going to find him. I hop in my pickup truck. <sighs> right. I'm going to go find him as he's night jogging. Uh, yeah, so there is your setup. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm out patrolling the streets, uh, looking for this night jogger. I know it should be easy to find him, because I know he wears reflective tape. <laughs> and, uh, that's the whole scene. That's, we're gonna just end it right there. Uh, I'm in the, the theater, car. and it's on fire. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, not in the theater, so I'm calling that a good resolution. Yeah, yeah. I get out. Uh, something negative is going to happen. I can see that now. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I'll resolve though. All right. Whatever it will be, it will be. It will be bad. Terrible. So, the theater's on fire. Yes. Um, but it's it's burning from the uh, the stage manager yeah, room forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got front plenty of, of time. Uh-huh. Yeah, front of house out. Yeah. So it's gonna be easy. Uh, you got you got plenty of time <clears throat> to uh, to hear the call yeah. of your stage manager yelling like "Get out! Get out! There's a fire!" Yeah. Um, and if there's one thing you've been trained for in your life, it's for someone to yell "Fire!" in a crowded theater. Yes. And uh, I mean, your, your brother there is there is it's yeah. classic it's classic. Uh, your brother has has run off. Your new partner has jogged off. Yeah. Because he's a big fan of night jogging. Yes. And uh, you you are backstage. Uh, I'm backstage, and I do wish to escape a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Good choice. I appreciate yeah. that. Um. There, I haven't gotten changed. I always wear clothes underneath the horse costume. It's not like my brother. Um, so I am in uh, less than desirable clothing, but uh, and and, and uh, people have headed towards every exit now that they're actually no, they're applauding you. They're applauding. Uh, so I'm outside in a tank top and and shorts, and it's it's very cold, and I don't know where my brother went with. Our truck, and uh, no one else seems to be leaving the obviously burning building. Uh, so I, oh god, you pulled up a picture. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. So I deliberate about whether I'm going to go back into the building, but then slowly people start sauntering out and making uh, comments about how I am also uh, a piece of the art at this point. Uh, because it is cold outside and I am I am wearing little. But uh... It's interesting how, you ch- how uh, the, the lack of clothing on this person is commenting on the state of global warming, even though it feels cold to us. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, thank you, sir. Yes, I... I, I accept tips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my last scene. There is a fire, and I'm outside. There's a fire. Uh, probably wearing. I don't know what kind of shoes I'm wearing. You're not wearing shoes. I'm not wearing shoes. So the last night is always wild. So you can still choose to set up a resolve for okay. your final. And you scene. can decide if it's going to be a good ending or a bad yeah. ending. Or we can decide if you choose to set. Yeah. Up. If you I'm set going up. to resolve. Mm-hmm. Okay. You obviously hit him with your truck. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was thinking that. I also had something else. Like, see how it goes. But, yeah. I mean, y'all are setting it up. Y'all are setting it up. Okay. No, you can set it up if you have an idea. You no, I have a resolution. Out. So, y'all set it up. And I don't want to, like, twist it. We'll just work with it. But, uh, I, have an idea. I mean, so we need. We've got mayhem, but we really need some collaborative damage as far as innocence goes. I mean, it's possible you can count the theater. There's a fire. Yeah. The fire Burning. is definitely... I feel like the, the, yeah, his truck is a red herring. We're like, oh, <laughs> something bad's going to happen here. And you're like, no, it doesn't. But something else bad happens. So here's the, here's the setup. Uh, I, it's kind of I spot you on the side of the road <laughs> with my headlights because I'm not, it's, you know, it's night. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I see you. Oh, there's, there's uh, Percival. Percival, get in the truck. Okay. And I say, what is that? Smoke? Is there a fire? 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> Suddenly, flames start erupting on, out the windows, like backdraft. Of, of the uh, of the car. Of a, no, no, of the no, theater. Like, of, of the theater. We can, like, we can, like, one block away from the <laughs> yeah, theater. Yeah, he's jogging a very long way, but he keeps coming back to the theater. I'm jogging in, in circles. Like, one, circles. I'm jogging around the theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was on the opposite side for most of the time, so it took, like, ten minutes to find you. Because when you just kept circling, I was going around. I always around. night jog for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Love yeah, so anyway, so you find me, but, but I'm... My, I'm distracted by the fire mm-hmm. and by the smell, and I say, Becca's in there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's reasonable. I, and I go back and I say, she's going to owe me another favor for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, as I'm sprinting, or well, no, that's, that's an exaggeration. As I'm jogging toward the theater, um, I notice... Uh, the mayor is leaving in a hurry, mm-hmm. and uh, he climbs atop his horse that he rode to the theater. <laughs> um, as soon as he um, unties the horse from the, uh, you know, old school night post mm-hmm. that, that we yeah. have in Topeka all yeah. over the place, um, the horse is uh, in a panic because of the fire. Yeah. A spark of fire just kind of shoots out and will land on the horse's tail, sets it ablaze. He smacks the horse's ass. Irony. Um, And uh, the horse comes galloping toward me. They don't see me there. Uh, the tape wasn't reflective enough, and the horse doesn't have any headlights. And the collateral damage has been done. (laughs) And I'm trampled. I'm trampled by the horse. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's probably that's, a hospital resolution I, sort of thing. It was only one horse. That's a fiasco. So yeah. uh, you get to keep that dice. Yeah. That dice. Yeah, you get to keep it that color, too. Oh, yeah. This went so badly for me. Yeah, this is not going to end well for... Uh, so you're going to read for Albert. Albert's got three whites. So what you're going to do is you're going to roll your dice, just like we did at the tilt, and you're going to add up the numbers and subtract the lower from the higher. Oh. So I got six white, which is uh, pretty good. I feel good about that. Three, three black. Eight black. Ooh. Uh, it's not as bad as it could have been. Four black does. Two white. All right. Um, so we're going to read the aftermath table and find out what everybody does. So, yeah, two white. So Rachel, with two white, your aftermath is merciless. <laughs> you might not be dead on the outside, but you sure as hell are dead on the inside. The emotional or mental wounds you have suffered will never heal. The future is a brick wall. Uh, you had eight white, is that correct? Uh, eight, eight black. black. Eight black. Uh, nothing to write home about. Back where you started, make a sore and broke, just like yesterday and tomorrow. You're definitely not dead, though. Like, we get you to a hospital. You probably learned something, though. Like how to do it right next time. Next time. Horses don't have headlights. Catherine? Three white. Three white. Oh, three black. Three black. Harsh. Shit in a bag harsh. A lifetime of medication harsh. A big black cloud of hurt is going to rain all over you. The things you need to happen are not going to. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And I had six white, uh, which is weak. Hey, you're busted, beat, and broke down, but at least you've learned a lesson about human greed and frailty, right? It'll serve you well in prison, which is where you're probably headed. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so the way this round works is what we call the montage. So we'll go around the table. We'll start with Rachel. You'll put forward a dice and sort of say, this is your character's name, thing that happens, or thing that they did, and we'll sort of go through that until we run out of all of our dice. Sort of a sentence. Sort of a short sentence, uh, you know, mm-hmm. this is a thing that happened. And imagine it's sort of that where they now montage at the end of the film. Okay. Uh, it's fairly quick and snappy. Gotcha. Uh, this is Becca making a frantic call on her cell phone to the Topeka Fire Department uh, so they can contain the blaze of the theater. This is Albert um, standing trial for uh, the grievous bodily harm he caused in the strip club on Saturday night (laughs) and is found guilty. This is Florence having to stay in Topeka while all of this shit gets sorted out. <laughs> um, this is Percival um, getting right back up after getting trampled by the horse and saying, Wow, I didn't break any bones or anything. <laughs> the horse just stepped around me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, this is Becca at a 10-hour-long OSHA... <laughs> Workshop. Uh, this is Albert uh, getting sentenced to 18 years in prison. Uh, not not great, um, but he did push over a lot of strippers, uh, and one of them broke her arm. Sad strippers. Yeah. Uh, this is Florence realizing that she's half of a vaudeville act without her other half, even if he wasn't great at what he did. Um, Percival goes back to the uh, dressing room and the dressing room's on, on fire. fire. What are you yeah, he just wanders in. Apparently, he's invincible. <laughs> okay, it's after everything. With, the fire is with stopped. his newfound invincibility. Just, yeah. He decides to walk into the fire and grab the glow tape. Got it. Uh, this is Becca polishing her resume and looking at real estate prices in Detroit. This is Albert uh, making the best of his situation by uh, teaching the other inmates how to make their own pantomime horse costumes so that he can have a stable of inmates who all know how to pantomime horse. That's also like a weird sex thing, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kevin's mom. Yeah. Um, this is Florence going back home to Mana. Uh, Percival starts a men's night jogging group that no one else joins. Uh, this is Becca um, leaving a large industrial size roll of glow tape outside of Percival's door ringing the doorbell and driving away well, I'm out of dice and I'm happy with where I ended so I'm going to stop there this is Florence getting a job at a mediocre hotel in Mana <laughs> <laughs> half of it is on fire some of the time <laughs> it's a weird uh, town Percival picks up the, wrap, the roll of glow tape smells it looks up distantly and says four favors. (laughs) (laughs) This is Becca uh, 
getting on the highway and uh, taking her greatest Soundheim hit CD out of her dashboard CD player and just turning on the radio and listening to whatever else is there. <laughs> God, it is a broken theater child. What a fiasco. What a fiasco. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Catastrophic. If you like the show, please tell your friends and subscribe to us through your favorite podcatcher. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash catastrophicpodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Fiasco Podcast. Or just visit our website at catastrophic.horse. Why not horse? Why not?